Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. This is your host, Michael McGuire, and my company is McGuire Capital. Each and every week, I'm blessed to have you with me in today's show. Uh, I hope to entertain you a little bit with my co-host and also give you some great facts that you're going to need for your retirement. The show is Social Security and the myths and reality that go along with that. So today's show, many folks, you know, I am really lucky to work with that Social Security is a crucial part for their overall overall retirement plan, and not just the folks that I work with, all of us, all of you listeners right now, Social Security is going to pl- play a really cornerstone key part in your retirement plan. For nothing else, it's because once you do retire and hit that magical full retirement age or early um, or to the maximum, you can push it out to age 70 and 62, by the way, is the early. And we're going to talk all about that. But no matter what, when you hit that and start turning it on, Social Security is going to last your lifetime. And when we put together a financial plan for you, it's a key role. So you're not alone. We're all in this together and we all um, put money that we work hard for. It goes back for our Social Security. Someday we're going to uh, utilize that. You know, I read an article uh, from AARP and I can't believe I'm old enough to be getting (laughs) AARP. You and me both. Along with many of Yes, along with many of our listeners, uh, we and, and Tony, who you just heard, um, we are uh, we are blessed to have that magazine arrive. So, anyway, in that magazine, Social Security uh, was mentioned, and it had a really interesting fact that kind of took me back. Social Security pays out almost one hundred billion a month, and I said that right, one hundred billion, one hundred billion dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, and because there's 65 million retirees ah. out there, and you know, you take 65 million yeah. retirees, you you quickly see how that could happen. So, uh, in 2020, uh, AARP is re- referring to a study that they did, and um, now get this: 90 percent, and, and folks, it, it's hard in this world to ever get 90 percent of the people to think the same thing, but 90 <laughs> percent of you about anything, especially today, but 90% of U.S. adults support Social Security. We'll go figure. We're all going to support money that we're going to receive. And so um, to this day, you know, just like when this program started many, many moons ago, uh, Social Security is a um, a key thing for your retirement. So you've got the U.S. 
uh, population behind it. 90% of us all want it. And of course, Social Security is going to be something that we're going to rely on in retirement. So it's only natural, Tony, that that there's going to be rumors, myths that surround anything, especially anything as important and that touches almost all of us. So during today's episode, we're going to have fun and we're going to talk about it and you're going to learn more about it. And you're also going to learn how you can even get more information by by uh, contacting me. But before I jump in crazy and you've already heard his voice, I want to introduce my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend himself, which is Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. Uh, the, the crowd's going <laughs> The crowd goes the crowd wild. wild there. That's amazing. Just when you said my name, huh? Interesting. Uh, that's what happens when I control the sound effects. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yes. I wished I had that. <laughs> That was a nice. Loud. So uh, I'm doing great. In fact, it's funny. We'll, we'll let listeners know. Uh, sometimes we pre-tape the show a few days ahead of time, and it's actually Valentine's Day. So yes, it is. So you know, I had to pick up some uh, flowers for my wife today, and uh, did that. And I I got a special song queued up for uh, Valentine's Day, and I thought we'd just play a little bit of this on the show, right? <laughs> Love it. You know that song. Everybody knows that song. Little Everybody knows that news. song. Yep. So, Michael, I hope you're doing something uh, good for your loved one this Valentine's Day. I, I'll have to tell you, um, you know, my office is in Bethany, Oklahoma, right on the main drag, main street, <clears throat> 39th Expressway. And there are some really cool shops in Bethany. So those of you that come see me, or, or if you're not coming to see me, enjoy some of those stores. Well, there's a really great little store that I went in and, and got a little gift basket. And I know what my wife likes. And I handpicked Tony and I filled that dude up with, you know, from her lip balm, which she wants in, in, in for lotion and just all kinds of things and little knickknacks. And I filled that dude up and, and, uh, Got it all wrapped up and then had the kids. You know, I, I think it's important to to have something that's meaningful from the kids and, and sure. also um that gift there. So the kids hand wrote notes for their mom and and uh of course I cannot wait. I, I I'm so horrible and and uh, obviously, you know, two days early I, I I we presented all to her, but she refused to open anything until today. But uh so hey, I'm I'm not in the doghouse. I've done well this year. She actually enjoyed everything in the basket and uh loved the kids' personal cards and and you know, they're getting old enough now at twelve and fourteen that that they uh you know, it's really meaningful. I, I was actually shocked by by how my kids really pour their heart out in the card. So what a great day. Um, and we're just, Hey, Trisha is my, my one and only she, so I'm very, very blessed to have her. She is a great wife, partner, mother. And, um, she's actually, I, I've somehow I got her Tony working with me. We're, we're going to do a client appreciation event for our current clients that are, um, it's been with us for a while. It's done some things. Um, I'm so appreciative when I get clients that send ref- referrals to us. So I uh, gave my wife a title. She is now the uh, event host 
director. And <laughs> so we're, we're going to, we're going to end up, we're going to do several this year, but, uh, she got a holy, I used to, I called it cowboy hall of fame here forever, Tony, but now it's the Western heritage museum. And, uh, we're going to get this dinner with the Duke. We're going to, we're going to, uh, take over the museum after hours, just a private from, from McGuire capital and bring in folks. Um, we're gonna do this in different batches over, over this year, but bring in and, and get to have a private tour of, of the facility and have a, uh, nice dinner that is catered by the petroleum club here oh, in wow. town in a movie, a movie mm. with John. Oh, Wayne. wow. Nice. So, and, I, uh, and, and you know, my full name is Michael Wayne McGuire. Well, Believe it or not, Wayne is named after John Wayne. My mother was a, a big fan of, of Mr. Wayne. So anyhow, that's uh, I've had a great week, and, and my wife's actually uh, going to be helping me a little bit at McGuire Capital do those things. So we're we're excited to say thank you to our clients and have that go on. Well, that's great. I think that's awesome. Uh, that's really neat. I had no idea. So that's good. Uh, you're on top of it, yep. Michael, you're a great guy. And, uh, I think that's great that you do that. So fan, thank goodness. I still love yeah, what well, I do. That's good. So, well, that's good. And what's not fun. you hanging out with friends, clients are yeah. my friends and, and, uh, just enjoying some of the things that Oklahoma has to offer in the Oklahoma city area. So we're going to do lots of things this year. We're going to do the zoo and we're going to do a historical museum, the arts district downtown. We're going to do lots of fun. That's things, awesome. So. Well, now today's show, I think it's a great topic because it's only natural for people to wonder, Hey, is social security going to be there when I retire or how, you know, will the benefits shrink to nothing? I mean, will annual cost of living adjustments, will they vanish? So the more you need something, the more you worry about it. And uh, no matter how much money you have, it's great to know you've got that foundation of social security. So let's get to some social security information and uh, do some myth busting because there are a lot of myths out there regarding social security, aren't there? Oh man, there, there really are. And you know, when I read that article from AARP, it's funny. I, every one of those things I've heard, um, in my practice from, from prospects and clients. So let's just jump into it. Um, here's the 10 social security myths that refuse to die. And this is so true. So the first fact, uh, because social security is a pay as you go system, as long as American workers and their employees are paying payroll taxes, the program will not run out of money. But what we hear all the time is the myth, which is social security is going to go broke. And, and the fact is that it is truly a pay as you go. And uh, as long as we got American workers out there, then that is truly a myth because, uh, it's not going to, uh, you know, it's not going to run out of money anytime soon. And what they're going to do most likely it's such a important thing they'll do some kind of legislation to make sure that it never runs out so myth number one uh, it refuses to die but that's the truth yeah it's not going to no run out. no they're gonna i mean i remember when i was a kid in the 80s uh i was a young person and my parents were watching the news and discussing how they were saying how social security was uh wouldn't be solvent uh and was going to run out by like 1994 right so then in 84, they passed yep. new laws uh, they raised the, you know, they raised the full retirement age and they, 
they increased the amount your social security benefits could be taxed. I think that's the year they moved it from 50% to, to 85% max tax on social security. So they make adjustments to keep it solvent, and it's the third rail of politics. You're right about that, Michael. No no respectable uh, congressperson in their right mind is going to allow Social Security uh, to uh, to go. And I, I just uh, I think that's crazy. Uh, I, I don't know why that myth refuses to die. Well, there's a little bit to, to that, and, and I, I kind of get it. Uh, because while Social Security is not going to go broke, it does face, Tony, some challenges. And I think this is sure. why this myth just refuses to die. Uh, the article went into the fact that the program um, took in more than it paid out for several decades, Tony. So you got more people paying in working for decades on decades than were retired. But today, and, and by the way, they, they built up into that program three trillion dollar surplus by the end of 2020 so um that's a huge surplus however if you remember the first of the show they're paying out a billion dollars a month so um as it currently stands the the program um is going to last tony until the year 2034 if there's no changes well that's 12 years from now and so that's the reason why these rumors you know, continue is because in 12 years, if nothing happens, then that huge $3 trillion surplus will be used up. Wow. Wow. So uh, to be honest with you, it seems a, a little alarming to me. You know, yeah, and that's understandable. Uh, but the program will not grow, go broke even once that surplus is gone. Because at that point, I promise you, Social Security will bring in enough money uh, anyway to pay about 78%. In other words, there'll be enough people working that will be able to cover 78% of the current retirees' bill. Uh, and so Congress is just going to have to figure out what to do with that missing 22%. And in my humble opinion, when there's 90% of American voters that, that, that want this program, one way or another, Congress is going to not let that program wither and die. They will come up with what they need to do to uh, secure that 22%. So when I hear, hear people say, you know, uh, I'm not going to have Social Security, I, I think I think you will have Social Security. It's certainly not even a question until the year 2034. And then after that, there's enough money going to be coming in to cover almost, um, you know, right at 78% of the of the benefits needed. So they'll come up at that 22. They always yeah. do that they need. Yeah, they, they do. They will. Uh, you know that. I mean, again, it's, you know, Congress isn't going to let that program get voted out. Let yeah. it. I mean, most members of Congress want to get reelected. So advocating yeah, for Social but, Security is probably a good way to do that. So uh, what's the next uh, myth about Social Security you have for us today? Well, the next common myth, and I hear this a lot, is Social Security age is 65. <laughs> And the, the reality is the full retirement age is 66 and two months for those folks that are born in 1955. And Tony, it's 66 and four months for those people born in 1956. And during the next handful of years, it nudges up you know, into two-month increments until you were born in 1960 and later. And for 1960 and later, it's actually age 67, not 65. 
uh, is is your retirement age. So the age 65 myth has lived on, and, and the reason why is Social Security was enacted in 1935. And Tony, when they started it back in 1935, 65 was the eligible age. And decades later, they dropped that that to 62 where you could do it early and at that that point you'd get a reduced benefit tony but 65 remained the full retirement age so they had that one change dropping it at 62 then 65 was was the then in 1983 in 1983 gosh 1983 i graduated high school in 84 so i'm a kid in high school lindsay lindsay america in 1983 <laughs> uh, when the full retirement age went up in order to reduce the program's cost so what they did was they looked at 1983 and goes whoa we better raise that full retirement let's slow down on the on the full amount of money going out the door so they did that uh 2002 was the last year in which people who turned 65 got their full benefit so everybody else it it really starts starts happening at 66 and two months and then everybody born after 1960 is 67 is their full retirement age yeah Yeah, that's it's interesting that age 65, that was, yeah, back in 1935, that was the eligibility when yeah. it first started. And I think because Medicare yep. is still 65, uh, a lot of people just think that. They think yeah. that. Absolutely. And I didn't know that history, the whole history behind that, uh, the changes to the full retirement age. And again, they raise it to keep the program solvent and uh, they're going to probably again, right? That's yeah. what I think. I, I think it's, I don't think it'll ever go away. No. I just think they'll keep nudging it up where you got to be older, get the full amount of money. Yep. And by the way, if you're listening to me right now and, and you know, you're my age and your age, Tony, you're 55, 56, don't, I just don't think that you're going to have to, to worry about it. Our, our grandkids, uh, our young kids, kids, you know, like I have, uh, it's probably going to be bumped up. But because what ha- what's happening, we're living longer, Tony, and that's what's put the strain on this thing. You know, when when you and me were a kid, um, it, it 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 was it was pretty unheard of for people living to be a hundred. They have birthday cards for it now. You know, so um, I think that's a big reason is we we have better medicine. Um, a lot of times we take better care of ourselves, and uh, and we're just living longer. Yeah, people are living longer and longer, and uh, I, I think that's a great point. Now, what's another a big myth that you've heard? Well, the next myth I've heard a lot, and I mean a lot during my 30 years in the business. It's that the annual cost of living adjustment, or COLA, is automatic. Uh, by law, benefits must adjust annually to keep up with inflation, but that does not necessarily mean a yearly COLA jump. So, COLA is linked to the federal index of prices for certain consumer goods and services, which is called the CPIW. So Social Security benefits are adjusted yearly according to changes, Tony, in the CPIW. Um, From 
the third quarter of one year to the third quarter of the next year. So they're looking at it in a one-year window. And I'll give you an example. In 2011, uh, the CPIW, or sorry, 2021, sorry, 2021, the CPIW showed a whopping 5.9% jump in prices. So guess what? Benefits are going to be increased higher this year to 5.9%, that much of a, a bump up. So so that's just uh, uh, to let you know, it all really depends on that snapshot of COLA or that index they use, the WPIW. The CPIW. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Am I being dyslexic today or what? I'm like, what's he talking about? <laughs> Hey, anytime these government throw all oh, these acronyms so in, it, it, you know, it, it, let's just try to confuse yeah. us. But but it really depends on this on this index that sure. they're looking at for inflation called the CPI. Well, and it's the government's uh, formula, and it doesn't reflect actual inflation. It's always low. It's always no. lower than actual inflation. But still, this year was a, a big jump. I heard it's the highest jump since the '80s. Yeah, big jump. Um, you know, hey. We've all felt it. Everybody listening to me right now uh, has felt inflation. And in some areas, the jump is way, way, way more than, you know, 6%, 5.9%. So I'm glad that they are at least having a, a bump up in this Social Security bot because of the inflation numbers. Because, you know, another good reason to be talking to somebody like me is so that if you've got all your money set and earning less than, you know, 1%, 2%, and the prices all around you are going up 7%, 12%. I mean, go to a fast food restaurant and go through the drive-thru and you feel like you sat down for a steak dinner. I mean, prices are getting high. Yeah, they are. They, they really are. And things are going up and up. But, you know, some people think that uh, coal is guaranteed, uh, but it's not. Uh, so, you know, no price jump, no jump in the cola. I mean, you know, those I think we had a few years there where we didn't even have uh, a cost of living increase in the last 10 years. There's been a few, right? Hey, Tony, you're absolutely right, man. Your knowledge amazes me, but absolutely. Um, you go back in 2010, 2011, 2016, guess what? The scenario played out, there was no jump. And so it doesn't mean that every year you're going to get a raise. But here lately, it's certainly been feeling like it, and, and we're seeing it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in uh, 2010, 2011, 2016, no uh, no cost of living increase. And, and the, you know, obviously inflation was pretty low uh, during those yep. years. But uh, let's take a quick break here. Is there anything you want to add before the break? So if you listen to today's show and you just want to reach out and, and visit with me, absolutely no obligation. Uh, give me a call at 405-760-5863. And I'll repeat that one more time. You can reach Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. And hey, if you get time, check us out on my website. You can see a little bit more about my firm. Um, it's at mcguirecap.com. That's short for McGuire Capital. So it's McGuire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E-C-A-P.com. Great information there. Lots of good stuff. Uh, when you call me, I would love to be able to just visit with you 
with uh, no obligation on your part, hand you my book, Tall Ships and Small Ships. Tony, you know, I, I think it's a must read for retirees. And and so uh, we'll talk more after the break. But I want I want the folks out there to to realize that when you call me, um, I I would be honored to sit down with you and and uh, kind of go over where your current situation is, because that's what we do best is no matter where you are, figure out where you need to be in the future and start down that path for you by giving you a right. plan. Uh, that is huge. Well, uh, I want our listeners to stay tuned. We are going to be back and stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this. Retirement is more than newly discovered free time. It is also a time to reflect on how you will be remembered. Many people want to leave a legacy, whether they want to be remembered for an action, deed, or provision put in place for generations to come. Regardless of what your legacy goals are, it's important to make the proper arrangements now. Call McGuire Capital to find out how you can structure your retirement savings to help increase the value of your estate and create a legacy you want to leave. At McGuire Capital, our team can help you protect your legacy for loved ones, provide benefits for charities, and avoid excessive tax burdens. Call us at 405-760-5863 for your legacy planning needs. We will provide you a complimentary retirement income toolkit just for calling. Visit us at mcguirecap.com to learn more. That number again is 405-760-5863 or mcguirecap.com. Welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name is Michael McGuire, and I'm blessed to have you with us again this week. This is the second half of our show, and we're going to be talking or continuing our talk about Social Security and all the myths that are out there about Social Security. You know, Social Security is going to be a key part, no matter who you are, kind of I call it the cornerstone. It's lifetime money in retirement. And so it's really important to understand the program. And during today's show, if you've got a question or after the show and you'd like to make an appointment with me, please reach out to me at 405 760 5863. We would love to have the opportunity to sit down with you and show you exactly what we do. And speaking of that, what we really do well is create financial plans. You know, while while our young people are working, maybe they've got their first job, maybe it's your children, your grandchildren, we can help them get on the path. You know, when's the best time to start saving for retirement? now yeah you know right it's now. the when you get your first job right now but but tony i've heard you say it many times when's the second best time right now i mean you you, you if you haven't started in your 20s or 30s or 40s well let's get started man let's get on a game plan for you to hit that magic number and i know after being in the business for three decades what's on people's mind is michael how much money do i need how much money do i need and you know what? I can tell you that because we're going to take time to know about you. I'm going to take time to know about you and your family. I'm not going to talk down to you. I'm not going to try to try to say, oh, look at Big Me. I've been doing this 30 years. No, I'm just like you. You know, I just happen to be doing something, uh, giving financial advice in something that I absolutely love to do. And, and we're so blessed. You know, the firm manages $72 million dollars. Um, we really, uh, and much more than that in, on the annuity side of the business, um, 
I've just blessed. So I can tell you, I can, I can find out where you are right now, what kind of lifestyle that you're accustomed to right now, where you want to be in the future. Um, we're talking today about social security. I can show you where to get on the government website and pull that up. I can, I can look and see, you know, where you are in, in, in the investment world today. And I'm going to look at your 401k or your SEP account or your retire or your savings, your, your money that you've, you've, you've set back for that nest egg. And we're going to teach you how to grow and maximize that nest egg. And folks, it's different depending on what stage you are, how old you are. You know, time is an investor's best friend because I'm telling you, the markets go up down sideways and you just stick around it's like oklahoma weather it's going to change and and we're we are in the business to help you maximize that nest egg and when you hit the pinnacle which is retirement for you when you've done it you're ready to to you know take the golden watch so to speak you know retire um then it's very critical you're with a financial advisor that understands that the world shifts at retirement, uh, not not just because you're not getting a paycheck, it's just because you're a different type of investor. So all through your working years, you're in what I call, in my industry calls, the accumulation phase. This is after we have fun with the family and pay the pay our bills and our light bills and college education. We have money left over. Hopefully we do. And then we're going to put money aside for that nest egg and grow. But the truth is your day-to-day existence comes from paychecks. You and your wife are working uh, and, and that money's coming in uh, for that ultimate retirement. But once retirement happens, it's a different ball game. And I see so many clients that come to me um, after retirement and they were with another advisor and they've experienced a market downturn and because it, it, it it's very shocking to them because they don't have the time. They're no longer working. So you can't have that exposure. Your whole dynamic, it, it's a paradigm change for you. It's time to think about distribution phase of your investments. And so non-accumulation. So we are not transactional advisors. There's so many transactional advisors out there. We're transformational. We are going to teach you how to take that nest egg and make it last a lifetime. We're, we're going we're gonna to show you through a Social Security maximization report when's the right time for you and your spouse to begin taking Social Security. See, folks, you already have... Uh, 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 what I call an annuity guaranteed and built in. It's called Social Security. But you're you're going to shift some of these hard-earned earning uh, nest egg dollars and other guaranteed lifetime income, but you still need to have money keeping ahead of inflation because just because you retired, inflation is not going to stop. Right. So, so everyone listening to me, today's show about Social Security is critical for you that you're with somebody that can really, um, really make sure you understand it. And we love doing that. So, um, Tony, it is, it's exciting for me today to do the show. So social security is just all of us need to know about it. 
Yeah, and and you need to understand there are a lot of myths out there that people just don't understand. So what what's another one? Yep. What's something that a misconception out there that people have that you'd like to clear up? Well, the next myth on that AARP article was 10 Social Security myths that refuse to die. And so um, one that myth that I want to talk about next is that members of Congress don't have to pay into Social Security. Now, I heard that and believe that for a long time it's it's long been a common complaint that members of congress from you know from you and me the voters don't give social security the proper amount of attention because they simply don't are not covered by it but you know back in 1984 members of congress as well as other federal employees have been part of the Social Security program. So there was a big shift in in 84. So before 1984, that was not a myth. It was the truth. Members of Congress did not pay into Social Security because they were part of the Civil Service Retirement System, or you'll hear it be called the CSRS. But guess what? Uh, Beginning in 84 and going forward, they can they can continue utilizing that CSRS system, but only in conjunction with their Social Security. So after January 1st, 84, they're getting covered. They're putting money into Social Security and a pension plan that replaced the CSRS. So they've got a dual plan in place, but they're very much aware of Social Security and they contribute themselves to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. I I was unaware of that, uh, and I had heard that Congress did didn't at one point have to pay Social Security, but I didn't know that changed or when it had changed. I'm glad you cleared that up because uh, that's one I've heard a lot, Michael, and uh, I yep. know there are a lot out there. So, what's something else? Uh, what's another common myth? Well, the next common one, Tony, is that the government is going to dip into Social Security to fund government programs. Now, I just assumed that was trust happening. Funds. <laughs> yeah, there's two trust funds that pay out Social Security. One is for the retirees and their their uh, survivors, and the other one is people that are with disabilities. So think of it like two buckets. Um, they're not part of the government's general fund, those two buckets. However, the government can and does borrow from Social Security. So Social Security tax revenues is invested in a special U.S. Treasury security. So like uh, with other Treasury Department bonds, the government can spend the money on numerous programs, Tony. But like with any other bondholder, the Treasury has to pay back the money. And by the way, they're going to pay it back with interest. So Social Security redeems those securities um, to meet its responsibilities. So it does loan money out to the government, but they do have to pay it back with interest. And they have been doing that. So that borrowing powers, um, you know, the rumor that the government is snatching up this money and they're not going to pay it back and they're just going to leave a big pile of IOUs behind. In reality, the government has always repaid the money in full, Tony. So even so that one has a little bit of credibility. They do use the money, but the fact is they've always paid it back and they're going to have to, they have sure. to. Yeah. And that's, that's good to know. And, uh, that's, that's interesting. I know people who essentially also view the social security as a personal retirement savings account. 
Uh, but but it really isn't that, is it? No, you know the government doesn't hold your payroll ta- tax contributions in a personal account. Uh, that's going to be eventually paid out to you with interest when you retire. It just doesn't work that way. Your Social Security benefits determined by the amount of money you earn during your career, Tony, not how much you kick into the system. So again, your contributions cover benefits for current retirees when you retire, and those people that are still going to be working are going to help cover your benefits. And I think now's a good time to interject. If you're listening to me and you got a pen, if you're not driving, um, go to ssa.gov, and that is you're going to be able to get your Social Security statement. This is one of the things that I want you to do before you sit down with me. It's just a fabulous, for a government site, it is easy to use, Tony, and you can register there. And I just pulled mine up today. Um, and it's going to show you on page one and, and I printed this thing out and it, Hey, it's two pages. How simple is that? And well, for it's got go- for government. You know, that's really simple, really simple. And, and it says for your social security statement, Michael W. McGuire, your full retirement age is 67 based on your date of birth, October 3rd, 1966. That's when I was born. So right there it is. When you go there, you'll see exactly your full retirement. Then, Tony, it's got a nice little graph over to the right. It says, hey, Michael, if you uh, retire at 62 early, this is how much we're going to pay you. If you wait to 63, it goes up. Here's what the amount is. 64, 60, boom, 67, full retirement age. It tells me the amount. And all the way to 70. What a great place. And here is... uh, Something else that's very important for us to know. Um, I hate being in the dark about something as important as your retirement. It's got a minor child. Well, what if something were to happen to me before my kids turn 16, where they're going to get to participate in my benefit, part of my benefit of Social Security? And it states right there how much it is. It states how much my wife's going to receive. So what a great thing. And that's S, S, like Social Security, a, like administration, dot gov is where you get that. So, you know, Tony, rather than thinking of Social Security as a retirement account, like a 401k or an IRA even, it's better to think of it like an earned benefit that the government will pay you um, that's going to have a guarantee of lifetime benefits over your your life. You're going to get a paycheck in the mail. And so I'd rather people think of well, it that way. It's not a 401k. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's better to look at it uh, as something that, uh, you know, it's a mailbox money. You're going to have that. Uh, It's not necessarily a savings uh, account. So, uh, but when you say some level of income that Social Security provides, how much are we talking about here? I mean, how much of your income uh, is Social Security going to make up in retirement? Well, you know, Social Security was not designed to replace the entire amount of money that you are making while you're working. It just wasn't built for that. So, you know, most folks, Tony, and and it does vary, but let me give you a good generalization. Social Security is going to provide roughly 40% of your pre-retirement earnings. Of course, it's going to be different for everybody, but but that's a rule of thumb. Yeah. It, it is, and I can help you get exactly that figure, you know, what you're yeah. going to get. And so that's part of our answer. So that's important because, hey, if it roughly, 
and some people it's going to be less than 40%, but let's, let's just go with that 40 just so we can talk. Um, if you're used to making, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year and you're getting 40, well, guess what? That's substantially less than you're used to bring it home. What are we going to do with that to find that other 60? That's what I call the gap, Tony. And that's where a financial advisor comes in. We know you're paying into this program, this, this lifetime pension plan called social security. We need to build a nest egg so that we can turn that into income and still have portions of that growing uh, to keep up with inflation. But I need to fill that gap for you. And where, where I get true for many of my clients. They don't need the, the same amount. A lot of studies say 70 to 80% is what you really need. So the gap is different from every person. And that's why when we do a financial plan, your roadmap to your golden years, um, it's different from everyone because everyone has unique a unique situation, yeah. Tony. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's situation is different. So uh, obviously uh, there's a lot to know here. And here's something I've heard a lot. And this is uh, one, this is a misconception or a myth. Uh, and since you're doing some myth busting today, uh, this is one I always believed uh, before I met you and started working with you. And that is that you do not have to pay taxes on your social security benefits. So tell us, is that myth a reality? I'm afraid that that's one myth that at least after Tony 1984, Congress passed a Social Security overhaul that, among other things, it dictated that a portion of your Social Security benefits are going to be taxable. The amount that you pay, though, depends on your income level. So you're going to pay a federal income tax on as much as 50 percent of your benefit if your income, in other words, you're working and you've elected to, to take your social security while you're working. If you are single and you make between 25 and 34,000, then they're going to start looking at it. And, and also if you're married, uh, the range is 32,000 to 44. So you got to be aware that, uh, it's true that if you continue to work and have income and decide to turn on your social security, that some of it could be taxable. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Now that's federal taxes. Uh, what about state taxes? Well, if you're listening to me, like most of you are, and you live in Oklahoma, we don't have to worry yep. about that. But if you're in Colorado, Connecticut, uh, Kansas, Guess what, Tony? Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, my home state, um, they tax everything, including Social Security. Yep. Yep. Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, Utah, and finally West Virginia. Those folks living there will have state or could have state taxes wow. withheld. Well, and considering everything you've told us so far today, Michael, it inspires me to note that uh, your Social Security strategy is it's a great reason to work closely with a financial services profession. It, it, it is. And Hey, I'm biased telling you that you're listening to me. I want you to work with me, but I'm going to tell you, social security can be a daunting because there's so many different, our maximization report, there are thousands of different outcomes and, and, and it's more than just numbers. It's there's an art to this. We're going to find out what the longevity is in your life and help you. And I'm going to crunch the numbers with you. So I, I think you're right on that one, Tony. Um, another common held myth is that your, uh, ex-spouse, so you've divorced, uh, that they could claim benefits off of you and it's going to hurt you. 
The fact is that if you are divorced, your former spouse may indeed be eligible to receive Social Security benefits based on your earnings history, but similar uh, benefits for your current spouse. So if you remarried, um, they're going to be able to, your current spouse is going to be able to also enjoy that, um, which is roughly 50% of the benefit that you personally would see, would receive. But Tony, here's the good news. Uh, and it's an important part of this benefits that your current or your ex-spouse, uh, receive are not going to shrink your benefit. It's a separate payment and it has no effect on what you're going to receive. So don't worry about yeah. that. It's not going to hurt you. Well, that's good to know. Uh, that's really good to know. And I, I think it's yep. it's amazing. No matter what, you're going to get the benefits you're entitled to. Um, and uh, But you can maximize those benefits as well. And uh, here before the next break, we'll talk about how our, our listeners can get that Social Security maximization report. But uh, before the break, you have another myth for us. Yep, here's another one for you. I bet many of today's listeners have heard this one. You'll be permanent. You will permanently lose benefits if you choose to keep working. So, Social Security, and, and you know, and take Social Security. Social Security does have earning limits, and it's called an earning limit rule that may temporarily slash your benefits for folks that are still working. However, that rule does not impact all your working benefits and it's temporary, Tony. So nothing that you're going to do is going to permanently affect you that way. The rule covers those that take benefits before their retirement age. So your, your full retirement age. So in my case, I'm 67. If I decided to keep working and started early at, let's say, I could start as early as what? 62, but any time before 67, that's considered early. So the rule covers those who take benefits before full retirement, in my case, before 67, and continue to work. In this scenario, Social Security will withhold a portion of the benefits if my earnings from my job rises above that certain cap amount. And you can call me and I can show you on Social Security where that uh, cap is and that cap changes yearly though and it also it differs depending on how close you are to your full retirement age so it'll be a little different me taking it 62 versus you know 65 or 66 so tony that's uh that that is a myth that we're going to bust that it's permanently yeah. lost it, it uh it's not that's good to know uh good to know that that one's really good to know now uh, how can our listeners, you have a social security maximization report, uh, that our listeners can, uh, can get, and you run that and it tells them, uh, based on their personal information, exactly when they can file their, their own personal sweet spot to maximize their benefit amount. How can our listeners get that? So you get that by setting down with me and exploring what we can do for you. And so Tony, uh, you'll find with me, there's no pressure. Um, I would want to set up, you call me at 405-760-5863. I tell people it's a lot like giving a haircut. You can't do it over the phone. You know, you've got to do it in person. And uh, so you call me and we set up an appointment, no obligation though. And we start crunching the numbers. I'm going to have you go on ssa.gov and we are going to ask you a ton of questions 
but uh, it won't take a long time. And we're going to put together as part of your retirement plan, a social security maximization report. So I'm going to ask you things not only about you and your spouse and, and find out what your, what social security administration has you down to receive at full retirement. When that is, we're also going to talk about your longevity, how it runs in your family. We're going to talk about your current health. And, uh, then we're going to, uh, on that second appointment with me, we're going to delve a little bit deeper. I'm going to start revealing the, the financial plan in full, uh, and then finally, a third meeting is my process, and you are going to walk away if you engage us with a beautiful plan that's going to lay out. And the plans are meant to, you know, uh, transform with you because life changes. New grandkids are are born, or new children are coming, and and so we will we will constantly have that plan aiming for whatever target we need to. But if you don't have a roadmap, how are you going to get to that destination? And it's so important to know what Social Security is going to pay you because that that helps me figure out what what I talked about earlier, the gap, what what you need to live and to live comfortably. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just critical. So, Tony, that's it. Phone call to me at 405 760 5863, either during today's show or after. Well, you know what? This, this has all been great. I mean, there are a lot of misconceptions out there regarding Social Security, and it's so important. Obviously, if you can get more and maximize that Social Security benefit that you get each month, uh, you need to do that. And the time is now. If you haven't yet filed, uh, even if you're just now retirement planning and you're a couple of years away, or if it's around the corner, or maybe you just recently filed, there may still be time. So uh, I think it's important that you work with a financial services professional. Uh, like yourself, Michael McGuire, our listeners out there can give you a call, get that social security maximization report run, and request that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you. So before we go today, uh, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. You can reach me at 405-760-5863. Again, it's Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. You'll get much more than a uh, simple Social Security maximization report. You'll get my book. And you'll also get a full financial plan. So I look forward uh, to seeing you. No cost or obligation to do that for you. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you again next week or, or having you listen to me next week. And and as always, God bless. And I hope you have a great week. All right. Thanks, Michael. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. 
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.